They've gone 27 straight games without 300 yards passing. The longest active streak in the NFL. Is that about to end? Floating it for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Romeo Dobbs. And the Packers fall back on top with 2.33 to go. Do you feel like that was your best overall performance as a starter? Um, yeah, I think in the past game, that was one of our better games. Um, as my, as in my career as a starter so far. So yeah, it definitely was. But uh, I mean, it's, it's everybody. Like the receivers making plays, getting a lot of yak on some of those drives was huge. Um, um, just being able to take take advantage of shots downfield, um, get some explosive pass plays, and then guys just you know breaking tackles, things like that to get as many yards as possible was huge. But it, it takes everybody, as you can see. Let's go now, little life out here. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, at Steve Diddy NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers and Victory Mondays. Oh, you can hear it in the voice. This is recorded straight after the game. And I mean straight after the game. So I'm not reading articles. I'm not looking at other people's podcasts. I'm going solely off my own analysis. And of course, the rampant excitement that's going through my little Irish body right now. But encouraging game. I know you're going to say, but look, oh, Jordan Love, over 300 yards. Delicious. He went 27 of 40 for a 322 and two touchdowns. And it was a, it was just a roller coaster of emotion as usual. It wasn't really heart attack pack. Um, I love the way we started off the game, though, with not one but two penalties. Um, and Levitt got his penalty against the refs. So if he got another one, he was out of the game. Uh, just a really weird game. And I think this is how I'm going to sum it up. Um, of because there's there'll be a bit of smell test stuff in this podcast. I don't think it's going to be a dreadfully long one. I think we'll just let's re- let's recap the game together because you know what I like, right? After I watch a Formula One race, a match, a game, whatever, I like listening to stuff straight after just to see that sort of raw what happened, right? So as usual, my process is to write down every play on uh, every drive, and I go through it uh, to pick out patterns and you know things like that that I see but uh, undoubtedly right and I know it's positive that the Packers did well in this game Jordan Love broke his 300 yard duck which hadn't happened for what 27 games in a row which is nuts so obviously Aaron Rodgers was at the helm and they couldn't do it and of course you'd have the boo birds pointing at LaFleur and saying it's all his fault and that we didn't give him wide receivers yada yada however when I look at this game a couple of things are true to me Uh, number one the Chargers gave it away uh, and it, I hate to admit it because it's a game where we did really well offensively. We held up defensively as well and obviously got steamrolled too. But we held up defensively as well. It was an, I wouldn't say it's an all around game that was a bit disjointed, but there was some nice passes there from Jordan Love. There was some absolute flashes from the likes of Dontavian Wicks and Jaden Reed and Watson got a touchdown. You know, it kind of gives two fingers to the haters there as well. So that was lovely. However, the Chargers undoubtedly gave this game away, and I'll explain it. I'm not going to get down play by play. Uh, the other part that stood out to me was, is that the Packers, when it went wrong on offense, it wasn't one bad play, then a couple of good ones, then a bad one again. Our offensive possessions ended, and, and they flamed out in brutal plays at the end. And that kind that happened three times to the Packers on offense. 
So I think when we're talking about this game, we have to put that into context as well. Uh, that the Packers are really fortunate in the game. And I'm going to give you sort of the example of both, right? One where the Packers plays flamed out and the second one where the Chargers simply gave it away. Um, but to start off the game, I guess the Packers did sensational. Um, going to Romeo Dobbs twice in a row, one for 15 yards, one for eight yards. That really settled down the nerves. It turned over on downs, which was a shame. There was an end around there by Reed, and then a fourth and one by Musgrave, but he couldn't get up to the field. So that was all all right. And then the second defensive possession, just not a great one. You know, um, Taylor, the defensive player for the Chargers, made a great play at the end of that with Reed. Uh, the third offensive possession ends up on the touchdown. It's an end around. It's Reed. It's beautiful. Uh, the Packers end up on top 7-3. But this is what I mean. Fourth offensive possession. Uh, we're on, first off, he gets sacked. And then at second and 15, it's a pass play to Wicks for 29 yards. It's sensational. But at the end of that drive, uh, Josh Neishman, Neishman, Neishman uh, gets a five-yard penalty. And then it's third and 15. It's the bobble snap. And then it goes to the missed field goal, and that was 52 yards. Now, it's it's tough, right? But there's three consecutive uh, bad plays. You can kind of go back a little bit further than that and say there was a pass to Jones that fell incomplete. There was a pass to Musgrave that felt, fell incomplete. Um, and so it's three to five really bad plays. And I wouldn't mind that 29-yarder to Wicks was love throwing across his body, which was just um, sensational. So then the next time the Packers have... Uh, offensive possession there's some really good stuff in there as well there's a fantastic route run by Reed uh, for 17 yards uh, there's 19 yards again to Reed uh, I think it's Watson or Malik Heath gets the block and he almost comes away with a touchdown on that one uh, but then we see Emmanuel Wilson goes down and Aaron Jones goes down injured on this drive and it's just an absolutely brutal one um, it's a shame as well because you'd want to sort of get something more solid from it. But look, the Packers tie up the game. It's the end of the first half. It's 10-10. So this is where when the Packers get their next offensive possession, it's just, again, two brutal plays at the very end. They do all right. It's like five yards and 10 yards and six yards and two and four and 10 and eight. And it all seems to be going very well. Uh, and then Dylan goes for a run, but he's stuffed and it's minus four yards. Then it's third and six and we get a sack. Uh, so again, sort of trucking along nicely, moving the chains, doing positive stuff, and then two or three bad plays at the very end and we're done. Um, the next offensive possession, uh, Watson comes in with his touchdown and this is where Carlson misses the extra point. Now, I thought this was going to be nightmare scenario stuff because this put the game at 16-13 and for two reasons. Number one, if it came down to the end of the game, which it did with the Steelers, for instance, and we were only three ahead, they can tie it up with a field goal and they push it into overtime. Uh, nightmare scenario number two would have been, and this is what kind of ended up happening, was that the Chargers score a touchdown and it really puts our back up against it. Now we can't go for the three points. Three, you know, nature. Uh, we have to go for the touchdown. And the same happened with the Steelers. That completely changed the fabric of the Steelers game. And a stat flashed at the end of this game to say that the Packers have had five games, six now that resided uh, within one score, and we've only won one of those and lost four. So you can imagine what our season would be like had we eked out those four, and that's what the Steelers actually have been doing. Uh, but anyway, the score was 16-13. The next offensive possession... Um, you know, there's not a great load of stuff going on. It's an incomplete pass and it's six yards and it's five yards. But we get the first down. So it's first and 10. 
Um, it's a bad pass to Musgrave. Could have been an absolutely massive gain, uh, but he just overthrew him a little bit and they delved into his love's mechanics and he was sort of saying he didn't plant his foot down and all that stuff. Then he passed it to Wicks straight into his hands and it's a really bad drop. And then Jordan Love was flushed out. It's intentional grounding and we have to punt the ball away. Now it all ended up great because Zane Anderson exists. So it was a 61-yard punt and only a six-yard punt return because Zane Anderson made an unbelievable play. But that's what I mean is that we were trucking along, we were moving the chains and then at the very end we'd get consecutive, you know, two or three or four bad plays in a row. Uh, But that was the end of our sort of offensive misfortune because after that point uh, we had the Romeo Dubs touchdown. So... And look, we we this is the start, I guess, of the Chargers just peeing away uh, the game because it was twenty sixteen to the Chargers. Uh, we come back out on offense. It's an end around by Watson for one yard. It's second and nine. It's a sack and then a fumble, but we get on top of the ball again. That's for a negative ten yards. It's third and twenty, and the ball seemingly sailed out to Wicks, who's going nowhere. But Asante Samuel. Uh, has a, a defensive pass interference and then that moves us right up uh, then it's an incomplete pass but then it's Wicks for 36 yards which is just an unbelievable yards after the catch which you heard uh, Jordan Love talk about at the start of the podcast and then Romeo Dubs comes down with a touchdown and again a great route throws his hand up um, and lets it be known that he's he's free there uh, and we end up closing out the game so the game as we know ends 23-20 to 20. Packers get the win and their sort of thing at the end of the game was like, Joe, just don't do it. But let's have a look at how the Chargers threw the game away. They came out and we did a really good job, a good job. Um, and we had a couple of threes and outs. And this was on the first possession was uh, they went to fourth down. The Packers decided not to take a holding on the Chargers to push it to fourth down, thinking they're at their halfway line. They're going to punt this thing away. They didn't. Uh, and the Packers got really lucky. So... Valentine did great on this drive. It was a first and 10, then a second and 10. Eckler, no gain. Keenan Allen, six yards. Third and four. Keenan Allen, incomplete. Again, Valentine um, on the last two of those plays. They get the penalty and then they go for fourth and four. But it goes to Parham. Parham. Their tight end. Wide open. Wide open. A Joe Barry special. And he just drops the ball. So we like to say that the Lord was in there with the assist. So the next time the Chargers come out, they're moving, they're clunking away, they're moving the chains. Three yards, two yards, ten yards, three, nine, eight, two. And then Eckler goes for 37 yards. It's unbelievable. Um, and so they get right down. And then Allen has the perfect opportunity to come down with the pass. And it's an awful drop. And he's going for first and goal. He could have even got over for the touchdown. And he just inexplicably, especially him, because you know he was catching passes later on. Earlier in this drive, he came down with a nine yards. Uh, catch and he just drops this one awful and they end up coming away with a field goal charges end up leaving um the old the, the time and this is where the smell test thing for me comes in Jonathan Owens for me uh, has some very poor play really poor play at times I feel like he's caught napping I've mentioned it on, on a podcast before uh, but this is where the charges come down with their touchdown on their third offensive possession um you know and Herbert scrambled a bit in this game and that frustrated me too that the defenders couldn't shed their blocks quick enough but this is just an awful it's third and three and it's a pass to Smart and Owens just completely whiffs on the tackle and he's at fault again later on in the game Um, but look the, they get their touchdown it's 10-7 our defence get rolled out again 
after one of her offensive, you know, that was the Nishman penalty, the bobble snap and then the missed field goal. So they commit, we get a three and out, which is brilliant. Campbell's uh, doing his thing. Walker's in there. Nixon's in there. Um, and it's the end of the first half. So then they come out again. This is where the Packers get away with it again. It's the fifth offensive possession for the Chargers and they come out slinging it. It's a nine-yard pass. It's a 14-yard run. It's a 17-yard pass. Uh, and then Herbert goes for 28 yards which is sick. So they get it down to first and goal. Within a couple of plays, they're right in the red zone. Um, they go for a run with Eckler, four yards, doesn't really get anywhere. Davis, it's a great tackle by Nixon. And then it's a sure thing. It's a touchdown pass to Keenan Allen. And he drops it again. Oh, and it hits him right in the chest. So it's inexplicable. They come away with a field goal. They go into the lead. It's 13-10. The air defense come out again and get another Another um, three and out. Enig Barre is key on this drive. I really like when he comes in, he shows real flashes. And then their offense comes out again. And this is where they give the game away again. It's it's first and 10, Keenan Allen, 38 yards. Ridiculous. Then it's Parham for 21 yards. Parham for another 14 yards. So then it's first and goal. Within three plays, they've marched down the field. Um, first and goal, it's an incomplete pass to Keenan Allen. Uh, Nixon's in there uh, getting busy. And second and goal, Eckler falls, fumbles. And Rasha and Gary and Preston Smith, I believe, are in on the play. So just incredible. Um, so, But again, it's the fumble giveaway. It's the drop pass from Keenan Allen, hits him right in the chest. It should have been a touchdown. It's the awful drop from Keenan Allen... Uh, on their second defensive possession. It's the awful drop by Parham. Uh, he's wide open on fourth down and to extend that drive and uh, you know how the fabric of the game changes. And then her defense comes out again. It's the seventh defensive possession for uh, the Chargers. And they just gouge us again. I mean, it's 12 yards for Parham on a pass. It's 11 yards for Allen. It's 17 yards for Allen. It's nine yards for Herbert on a scramble. And McDuffie's just standing there staring at him uh, when it happens. Uh, Herbert scrambles again later on on the drive for 10 yards and Quay Walker seems to get to him and then just whiffs on it and then Keenan Allen comes in on third and nine with a touchdown pass and it's in between two defenders one of those defenders being Jonathan Owens again so that's the second time that he really stood out in this game and both of them end up being touchdowns so I think if your defense is mixing in you know three and outs or four and outs and then they're getting giving away touchdowns and both of them are on Jonathan Owens, it's bad form. But look, they redeem themselves uh, in a way. They come out again, the defense do. Uh, Johnston, it's an incomplete pass. Ballantyne makes a good play. Eckler slips again. And then Rashan Gary and Preston Smith get the sack. Uh, and then it hits the two-minute warning. Um, and that kind of ends the game. But again, between Eckler slipping and between Keenan Allen dropping multiple passes, between uh, Parham dropping pass, you know, it's just... They really did their best to give the ball away. And I think that this is a bad indictment of the Chargers. And I believe that Brandon Staley, their coach, I wouldn't be surprised if he loses his job after this game. Because, and that's what was killing me too, is looking at this game and I was thinking to myself, this is a winnable game. This is a winnable game for the Packers. And they they shouldn't just give this, it's another close game. Now, what does that mean for the Packers? Well, we're eking out wins. Um, it isn't good that the games are so close but it's this team learning on the fly. And if we look at Jordan Love having his career risk, you know, passing day, um, I thought he looked really good. And 
we put out, you know, what's people's opinions, you know, at half time because it was tied up at 10 all. And one guy came back and said, we need a new QB. I just don't get it. I just don't understand. You know, he did some really nice stuff. And I think, and I hope he does, Dan Orlovsky break down Jordan Love's play. I might do it uh, to, in one of the days in the future. But to look at his play, I thought he played outstanding. Um, there's missed throws there. There's deep balls that either have too much on them or they don't have enough. There's that pass to Musgrave where he could have, you know, ran down the sideline and really kicked some ass. And I think, I don't know whether this is a case that because we won the game, we're like, you know what? No harm, no foul. We're learning as we go. They're, those things are fine. I think when it comes down to the fine measures like that, if we lose, then you're looking at it and going, oh, well, he's, he's not good enough. He can't get us over the hump. Whereas I just thought it was really promising between Dontavian Wicks putting in a great shift. Um, you know, and the thing is, like we're one dimensional after Aaron Jones goes out, Emmanuel Wilson goes out, Campbell gets injured, you know, and I just think an honourable mention as well to Kenny Clark to ice the game by getting his hand up and swatting that ball away. Um, you know, after Rashan Gary gets an offside penalty um, for encroachment. So we eked out the win. Was it pretty? Well, it was an awful, awful lot prettier than what it's been in prior games hasn't it I mean we're scoring in the first half it's 10 all we're still in the game I just think that this Packers team and I said it on the last podcast is is, is not as bad as people are letting on and as long as we sprinkle in a win like this in amongst the, the hard times and we've only been edged out of games I mean what are we one and four well two and four now in games that are a score and less so hopefully this is the team still galvanized working out how to win close games for now. And once that talent emerges and once they get on the same page, and Jordan Love certainly seems to be the guy who pulls in his wide receivers in the offseason and gets that rapport going and that work going because this is his future and this is his job. Um, so there's a lot to be said for it. Now, our defense, how did they fare this game? Some amazing play. You know, the first defensive stand, thank God for Parham for dropping it. Uh, but again, Eckler, no game. Campbell and Walker in on the play. And then Valentine, two really good consecutive plays. Um, You know, their fourth defensive stand. Minus two yards for Eckler. Campbell and Walker again. Seven yards for Herbert. Nixon's in on the play. And then Johnston thinks he comes down with the ball, but he gets pushed out of bounds. So that was a really good play. Sixth defensive stand. Seven yards for Allen. Owens comes in and actually makes a tackle. Kelly, minus three yards. Enig Barry makes a great play. Then it's four yards to Allen, and then they have to punt the ball away. Um, So there's some good stuff in there, but obviously there's some bad stuff when we get gouged. 38 yards for a pass to Allen, 21 yards par him, 14 yards par him. It's bad stuff. And I think that taking a step back and looking at it, we've no Jair Alexander. Uh, Campbell's out for a step. And we've got young lads back there. I mean, we have to depend on Johnson and Owens. And that was one of the reasons why an awful lot of people said that we were going to lose this game was because our defensive secondary was just not up to snuff. So we got away with one, I think. we. It was a mixture of us playing well on offense. Uh, it was a mixture of the Chargers defense being absolutely awful. I think they're 31st or 32nd in the league. So let's not kid ourselves now into thinking that the offense is, is firing. But we just need to sprinkle this type of offensive performance 
in amongst the muck. And we're coming now up against the Lions and Thanksgiving and they just edged one over on the Bears. So the real asset test for me would be is how we fare when we come up against the Lions. And you would hope that we don't get blown out. You hope that we fix their issues that we can score in the first half. And it's been the case that we've run games close against opposition, uh, the Broncos and the Raiders, and then they've gone on and done sensational against other people. So it's easy to point the finger and say the Chargers are just crap defensively. But if the Packers needed a cleanser of a game, this was it. They can hang their hat on the young guys making plays. Um, We're bruised and banged up with the run game with Jones being out and I mean he was crying going off the field so that looks bad uh, Wilson went off with a shoulder injury again that looks bad so there could be tough times to come in that regard and it's very hard to put a finger on the pulse of this team isn't it because now if we go up against the Lions and we don't play well will the excuse be well we've, we're one dimensional you know, we've got no running backs we've AJ Dillon in there God if that happens to him we're screwed but this is where you would expect a Matt LaFleur playbook to come into play and for him to do more inventive stuff. But I do think that the young receivers are coming on leaps and bounds. Reed, sensational. Wicks, sensational. Dubs, sensational. Watson wasn't really targeted, but when he was targeted, he made a count. He came down with a touchdown. So look, we put up over 20 points and it's a positive build for the future. How are we going to fare out on these last you know, sort of run into the end of the season. There's some really tough games in there. But we're going to be doing quick snaps before the Lions games. I'm not going to get too down on the team. I'm going to celebrate like is all. Happy Victory Monday, everybody. If you're listening to this on the Sunday, happy Victory Sunday. And it feels good. So let's just uh, hold on to this feeling until we come up against Dan Campbell's vicious team in the Lions on Thursday for Thanksgiving. But anyway, I've been at Steady the NFL. It's great to have you along. Uh, we've been at UK Packers. Stick with us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and all that kind of good stuff. And an honourable mention has to go to Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. The Christmas draw is always a big one. And I'm going to give away unbelievable prizes this Christmas, but you have to get signed up before the end of November. So you only have about 10 days left. But anyway, I've been at Steady the NFL. Thanks for coming along, and we'll speak to you in a couple of days.